Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Pink Cloud Nine podcast, video podcast. How are you today? How was your weekend? I had a fabulous weekend, spent most of it in the pool. Yay. Okay, so Pink Cloud Nine is relaunching this summer, June 2021, after being on hiatus for few months, you know, I was uh, kind of getting things together, doing some things I wasn't supposed to be doing, but having, you know, uh, a, a different experience in life. But this is not about me. Today, we have the one, the only, the amazing author, John Keeler. Hey. Hello. Hello. Very nice to see you. Very nice to see you. Um, we have spent a many minutes talking backstage and getting to know each other, which is super cool. I always like to do that. So I appreciate your time. So this Friday, the launch of the book that you authored is coming out on Friday. Get it together, everybody on Friday, the description and the uh, website link to author John Keeler's website is in the description. So make sure you click and you look at his website and check out all the books that he's authored. And the one that's coming out on Friday is the Albertan Apocalypse from the McKinley Chronicles trilogy, the first of the three. So, did I say that correctly? Absolutely. You nailed all the enunciation. Perfect. <laughs> I try, I try. Um, so, anywho, enough about me. Tell me about author John Keeler and the Albertan Apocalypse as well. So I want to know everything. Where do you start? Okay, okay. Uh, this is my first foray into genre fiction. This is uh, Western-tinged post-apocalyptica. Hmm. So I have some Western uh, heritage in me. I, I come hmm. from a line of cowboys, like, cool. like men who uh, rode horses to school and then would run away by not coming home from school. They would go get a job working uh, for a rodeo or herding cattle and whatnot. And uh, I ended up uh, being interested in a lot of things they were, but I also got very interested in music. So I got into school and I met people who had very different backgrounds and uh, got into the idea of being an academic. Did that for a while, did a, a master's degree in classical music history, uh, and then joined the party scene. Very, it was, I was a, I became a professional student because the party scene was crazy. And um, then after that, I, instead of doing a doctorate, I started to become, I, I left school to become a classical music critic and I did that for a dozen years. And then the demand for that industry dropped out, and mm. I realized I had no real uh, understanding of the world, <laughs> which doesn't stop you from becoming a writer. So I got straight into uh, writing uh, rather obscure literary fiction, and um, with this very naive delusion that aesthetics was a guiding economic principle, Mm. And so I was writing books. I wrote a book called Stalin Gorilla, which is supposed to be like a 70s American made-for-TV movie, but as a novel, as an arty novel. And like, and like no one's picking up on what I'm doing, and I'm not good at editing myself. So um, 
so basically I was just like this bar fly, like going around, like telling people, Hey, this is cool lit. You should read this. And some people liked it. Um, but ultimately, uh, there was no recognizable online audience for what I was looking for. And, um, when, uh, I, when I stepped back from being a, uh, a party animal boy, uh, I realized there had to be some kind of, uh, responsible adult approach to how people write, uh, professionally and, I was interested in fiction and I started reading uh, Derek Murphy's stuff and Derek Murphy, uh, he writes uh, fantasy fiction that does very well. Um, I think his strongest suit though is understanding how literature and literary markets work and he wrote a book called Bookcraft, which totally changed my life. And so instead of writing with the delusion that I'm some kind of Hemingway-esque lost generation, surly, drunken genius. Uh, I wanted to put my hat on as a contemporary writer and look at the markets. And so I learned all about KDP and I learned about Amazon and online uh, self-publishing and uh, got into the tools that you need to succeed. You know, instead Mm -hmm. of like making my own cover art, I paid somebody uh, a mibble art, which uh, .com, which gave me a, an amazing cover and then I pay for formatting I pay for pro writing aid and I put uh put tons and tons of work learning how to use that to clean up my manuscript and it was and that's actually something I'm going to go back to all of my back catalog and I'm going to re-edit it using pro writing aid and mm-hmm. so because you know you put uh it it take it it took me six months to write and and release this book and books that are not that much bigger uh, took a year and a half to edit after the first draft, sure. and they're still not nearly as good as what's what's coming out on Friday because the, the technology was so sophisticated, and uh, the people who created that program understood the problems that writers have when they don't have like line editors yeah. and whatnot. Um, and the good news, though, is that like because I have a background as a critic, the, um, the snap in the sentences is mostly there. So, um, I think it's, uh, really a step forward for, uh, for me. And I think anyone who's read my past stuff will read that automatically. Someone who's reading it, who doesn't know anything about me will say, Oh, this is acceptable, quirky, post-apocalyptic sci-fi, woohoo, you know, that sort of thing. Cool. So, Peanut Butter Five Twenty Four is asking, "What is the name of your book?" Just logged oh, on, so it is Albertan Apocalypse, the McKinley from the McKinley Chronicles One, and you can find that on my site uh, at johnkeeler.com. And if you go there, you can get a free copy uh, on. If you leave me a review and make it and keep it honest, you can even you can you can beat me up if you want to. I mean, you can. <laughs> you ever see these people with like five hundred five star uh, reviews? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Amazon, you're like, no, no, that's not true. <laughs> like, the Bible doesn't have that. <laughs> Aww. 
Well, thank you so much, Peanut Butter 524. And yeah. thank you so much um, for, you know... <laughs> okay, yeah. My name is Albert. What's up, Albert? Hey! <laughs> okay, cool. Thank you so much for asking the question. And um, I hope that you do visit John Keeler's website, which is in the description. So you can just click on the link. So cool deal. Awesome. So tell us more about Albertan Apocalypse. How long? So how long did it take you to, you know, author this book? Good question. The backstory came fast for me because it was all set up from my previous more obscure stuff. So uh, I have, uh, I already had, I have a a novel called Four Cities, which covers the world of a post-apocalyptic Canada where there are Mm -hmm. four operating cities. Now, as we know, Canada is very big and to, you takes a lot of oil to uh, ship products between, uh, say, between Vancouver and Montreal, two very nice cities. And the oil sands in northern Alberta are are gargantuan. Um, Canada has more oil than the United States. It's just that ours isn't in liquid form. Ours is in uh, a sandy quality, and it's 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 a sand plot sand drenched in oil uh bigger than the state of nebraska Hmm. just at this big puddle Hmm. and so the idea is that canada kind of got away from a lot of the wars that are going on because people don't think to look north like because no one wants to be around for the ferocious winters Mm -hmm. and so um canada's the popular almost everyone who doesn't love and worship Canada leaves Canada as soon as the apocalypse happens, right? So they can go to California or wherever it's nice, right? Mm-hmm. So the people that stick around create this trading block. Everything's quite stable. And um, the cities require fighters for bandits and that sort of thing to mm-hmm. keep things civil. Right. And um, one of these guys, uh, his son goes off Uh, to adventure on the west coast of America and gets captured by uh, San Diego militias who are fighting the militias of Tijuana. Mm. And so basically he gets forced into this land war for three years and he comes home 21 years old. He's been Mm. been a constant combat for years and then he's back to like, you know, uh, uh, in the chicken coop, you know, collecting eggs and uh, whatnot. But he's... uh, He's just buzzing with the PTSD and whatnot, and his family's really nice. And there, there, the, the father is—he's um, uh, a super fighter. Mm-hmm. Well, they, they're called operators. And there's a there's a something going on, which is they're going to reactivate another city, Winnipeg. Winnipeg is halfway between the two furthest apart cities, mm-hmm. and they're going to totally true. reactivate this town. And they want him to be the mayor because everyone likes him and he's tough, right? But the thing is, he doesn't like the friends of the mayor who authorized this. They're not, they're not friends exactly. They're the rich folk. So the rich folk have something separate going on, which is cre- uh, creating a 
kind of a kind of new Canada, but with the old with the mayors who have been keeping Canada out of the dark ages uh, pushed to the side and putting them in charge. Okay. So what happens is that this kid gets caught in the middle of that, as well as a uh, something happening, which I'm not going to go into because it counts as a spoiler. Sure. But um, a, a threat from without, from outside. It's not, I'll, I'll give you a hint, it's not America. America is not looking north. America's got uh, a, a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... And that's actually going to come up in a cool. great detail in a later book, and I covered mm-hmm. it more earlier. So in this, the, so these books are a lot about world building, and they're a lot about gunfights. So if you like world building and gunfights, <laughs> um, th- this would be for you. Who uh, doesn't love gunfights? <laughs> oh, oh my! You ever like go back in time? You ever watch like an old Clint Eastwood movie, and you're just like, oh, just just there's this face rocks and mud level of our psyche which is just having the time of your life especially watching like a, a handsome man with his hand over a wound like walking <laughs> towards the lady and saying come on we gotta get out of here <laughs> right i love the fact that you have uh, western roots you know that's pretty cool that you you know told us about yeah. that that's pretty people cool people can hear it in my voice like, i lived in germany for a while and people are always like, are you a cowboy? I said, no, I'm a Canadian. <laughs> no, cowboys are American. I'm mistaken. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Okay, another thing that I love is that this book is um, not... Well, it is a novella. Yes. But um, it's not super duper long to where it's like a thousand pages or anything. Tell us how many pages it is because it's very important because I know that my audience also loves, you know the the more like relaxed you know side of things yeah, exactly i i this book's 150 pages 28,000 words it's not big i'm going to when they're all done eventually i'm going to compile the trilogy into one fat book for my fat male ego cuz that's what we like we like giant enormous books and there's always I always wanted to write like Infinite Jest or Gravity's Rainbow or Tom Jones. I wanted to write one of these super fat books that I just think are so cool, but um, I can't do it. I it's just, hard. Yeah, it's, like, it's difficult. I, I've tried. No, I, I can't stand stuff that okay, when you're writing a plot, the plot is the stuff that's happening. And then you have subplots which you can like allude to or have like a, like a moment of, and it fills in all the psychological gaps. But there are, are writers and filmmakers yeah. who will just dwell on these subplots, and it doesn't, it's just, just why? It, um, sure. I, last night I watched Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol last night, pretty okay. good movie, and there's a, a 10 minute scene where Tom Cruise is trying to, I'm so sorry, I can't remember the actress's name, um, trying to convince her that he still loves her. Mm -hmm. And she's like, no, 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 no. And it's like, okay, like, like we all understand that argument. uh, But the thing is, this is an action movie. Can we have, like, I haven't seen anything blow up in several minutes. So. (laughs) Right. No, yeah. Get to the point. Get to the point. I got you. Kapow. (laughs) 
Yeah. All right. So we've run out of time. I've had so much fun with you. This has been amazing. I'm so excited that you're here today. Tell us uh, how we can find you. I know that we've mentioned your website and it's in the description and you can click the link. But uh, any other tidbits? Um, How do you, uh, you know, reviews are important to you. What else is important to you? How can we help you? How can we support you? Yeah. The, uh, the, if you go to johnkeeler.com, mm-hmm. you can download the, uh, the, the, the book and you can, and then the system that supports the download is called Story Origin. It's very good for reviewers and authors. And it will say, it will give you a, it will direct you to where you can leave the review on Friday. Cool. Cool. Yeah, and if and if you just go to johnkeeler.com, if you're looking to find me, like every link will take you to like, my Amazon mm-hmm. uh, author's page and whatnot. So yeah, you won't have any problem if you get there to know how to get the book for free and how to leave the review. And if you're reading my stuff, I love you. Even if you don't like the book, I don't care. I just love right. the fact that you're checking it out. Yeah, it's um. It's a huge step for me, and you're making a huge difference from that. So thank you. Absolutely. No, totally. I agree. And thank you so much for being here, author John Keeler, everybody, with Albertan Apocalypse from the McKinley Chronicles. I am so excited. It drops on Friday. Everybody go to John Keeler's website right now. It's in the description. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you, everybody, for watching. Thank you for participating and asking questions and uh Subscribe to this channel. Yes, subscribe to this channel. I always forget to tell people to do that, but yes, do that. (laughs) But yes, (laughs) thank you so much for your support and your love and your outpouring of, you know, grace and and kindness. So uh, remember what we say, and no bullying, no cyberbullying. Be nice, be kind, love your neighbors. You can start bullying me because it won't work very well. And I do like to get a little punchy online if it comes to that. (laughs) who doesn't all right everybody have a fabulous rest of the day and a fabulous rest of the week thank you so much bye-bye